Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and The Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined with Seva Moeller with the Solar Wallet. Seva, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Roy. So you have created the world's first smart wallet with USB and solar charge. Tell us, where did this all begin? What's the backstory here? Well, about a year ago, I was in China and I was completely shocked by how many people had battery banks in their hands walking around. Just about everybody just had a huge power bank in their hands walking around to the bus, on a taxi, wherever. And uh, I just, I realized that um, that that time is going to come soon. What's happening now is, is as phones become more capable, obviously processors become more efficient, but the basically kind of how Moore's law works is the gist of it, uh, I would say is the phones and the devices are getting thinner, but the progress of the battery is just not keeping up with that. It's, it's a huge problem. Obviously, energy is a huge problem. So people are going to start carrying around, just like China now, a bunch of batteries a bunch of external batteries, which a lot of people are already, but I don't think that the U.S. has caught up just yet. So I realized that, hey, you know, what's a way to kind of integrate having a battery but not taking up any of your personal space? What do we have every day? We can't, we don't want to put anything else extra in our pocket. So I had a buddy that was doing wallets at the time, and uh, I realized that that could be a great, great match of uh, getting, getting a wallet and uh, making sure it's still slim and um, integrating a, a power bank into it. Yeah, I mean, impressive design, you know, real slim, real beautiful in terms of, you know, something that people aren't going to not want to carry in their back pocket, you know, especially. I know the, uh, the campaign's been covered by a bunch of top sites like Engadget, Men's Health, Trend Hunter. You guys have gotten, you know, over 85,000 in revenue right now, almost you know, over 700 backers in the campaign. So when you guys, when you were thinking or at least creating the solar wallet, what did that process look like? I mean, how did you go about deciding what features to include in the designs that would resonate with your target audience? Well, the main thing we wanted to do is to keep a beautiful wallet. We wanted to make sure the wallet is is just as premium as about any wallet you see in terms of like, if you're going to high-end wallet, with, um, you know, whether it's Prada, Gucci, whatever it is, but make sure it's slim. Obviously, a lot of those wallets, you know, we, we, we went on multiple shopping days to a bunch of malls and just trying to check out many, many, many different designs of wallets and seeing which we like best. 
and uh, just making sure it's slim, but it still carried your essentials. You know, a lot of wallets are too slim where you kind of have to compromise. Like, okay, I'm not going to bring this card with me today, or I'm not going to bring this with me today. And we didn't, we wanted to kind of have all in one. Well, I certainly think you've accommodated that. And certainly the, uh, the crowd has spoken with the demand on the product itself. So we always ask this question in terms of, you know, first time crowdfunding creators. When, how did you decide or why did you decide to launch on Kickstarter? Honestly, I, you know, I have a finance background. I graduated, graduated college early with a finance background and I, I worked in finance. I absolutely hated it. And, um, then a few of my friends, they were in Kickstarter since, you know, since kind of the beginning of Kickstarter. And, uh, I, um, I, you know, I, I just spoke with them. They, they kind of gave me their background of, of what they've been doing. And I, I figured, you know, what I, I really want to try something like this. And, uh, I learned a lot from them and just gave it a shot, you know, study. I mean, I, 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 I spend a good chunk of my time trying to just understand how they, you know, how they manufacture. And I read a lot online and just, you know, just, just like with any new skill, just spend a lot of time researching, try to find somebody that can help you and ask a lot of questions. Outside of your personal connections, what were some of the resources you used in terms of preparing for the crowdfunding campaign? Honestly, I... This pod definitely listen to this podcast along with you know just nonstop Google searches till four a.m. in terms of you know how to find a manufacturer, how to get a good manufacturer, you know how to get samples, you know how to got not get ripped off, and uh, just a bunch of books as well. Actually, there's a book by like a games creator that isn't really geared towards games; it's just kind of geared towards. Uh, creators in general on Kickstarter and just yeah, reading a lot of books, reading a lot of articles online and stuff like that. Awesome. So with all the marketing efforts that you've put forth into this project, where have you seen the biggest return thus far? Definitely Facebook ads. Definitely Facebook ads. Tell me a little bit about your experience with your backers so far. I know you've got a few hundred backers. I mean, have they been giving you much feedback and how have you been taking their feedback into consideration into potential New product offerings, colors, styles, sizes, etc. Yeah, so it's actually interesting. We about a week ago, we're um, we reached out to a tracking company called Tracker, and um, you know, a lot of people are, are asking about stretch goals, which we we personally we want to keep the SKUs low because you know, the moment we offer a different color, for example, we have to add at least three different SKUs because we're integrating our cables with in, into the battery. It's a completely custom design which allows it to be so slim. So the moment we add a different color, for example, it's, you know, it's three extra SKUs. And the more SKUs, obviously, the more risk you have in delivering and in uh, delays and et cetera. So with this tracking company, we are actually considering integrating just Bluetooth tracking and crowd, crowdsource GPS. There's a few ways we can integrate it. And that's actually something that's going to come up. We're going to kind of get a pull from our backers. You know, there's one way we can integrate is actually into the battery. A different way we can integrate is just have one of their standalone standalone solutions that they are building right now. And it'd just be like a kind of like a credit card that you would put in into one of our pockets. Both have their pluses and minuses. Uh, you know, one, you, 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 can, you can ring your phone from this card and you can ring, actually, you can ring your wallet also from your phone, from the app. Uh, if you have that standalone solution, but if you, you know, if we integrate it into the battery, the issue is that we're only going to have GPS tracking. 
Impressive. Yeah, reaching out to another crowdfunded technology. So what's been the biggest thing that you've learned through the whole process of launching this Kickstarter campaign? The biggest thing I've learned through launching is, you know, patience is a virtue. <laughs> you, um, you, have to, you have to really be okay with, for example, you know, you, you launch a product. I think everybody has, you know, great high aspirations, but uh, you have to understand that how, you know, kind of how the market works, how you can test. And honestly, just Kickstarter as a platform, it's, it's um, you know, obviously it's very curated, but there's a lot of things that aren't, they're not flexible. Like you can't really remove rewards. You can't, um, can't do a lot of things that limit the way that you can present your offering. You can't really A-B test. And, and we did a lot of pre-launch work where we were able to A-B test, for example, pricing and stuff like that. You can't really do that. You know, no matter how much you'd work on pre-launch, until you have an actual product for sale, that pre-launch data, for example, when you're price testing, it's not 100% accurate, right? Because you don't have that product. People aren't actually buying that product. And, um, and now, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you kind of have to be okay with, hey, you know what? Kickstarter is giving me a great opportunity. You know, you're, you're getting a lot of organic traffic from Kickstarter as well as whatever other promotions you're doing. And you have to be okay with, um, with the limitations that the, the platform gives you. Absolutely. So what advice would you give to someone else looking to kickstart their wallet? I would, say, I would say try to get as much design feedback as possible. And once you have narrowed to, you know, let's say two, three different designs, go and try to sell it. Just, you know, go outside, literally go outside into Union Square, wherever, wherever you live and just be like, hey, would you buy this product? You know, how much would you buy it for? And just ask a lot of any random people. And that's really how the best way you can get a feel for the market. Or you can set up a landing page and kind of start getting a little bit of pre-orders and stuff like that, which is also definitely a possibility. But you have to pay for traffic to get to that landing page. I think that is awesome advice. I think everybody needs to get outside first and foremost and step away from the, the computer. But certainly getting that critical feedback on the product itself and really engaging potential customers, you know, get that feedback. What would they like? What features are they looking for? Is this a new innovation that's even interesting to them? So solid advice there, man. So where are you headed next when the project ends? We're go I'm going to, uh, going to China. I, um, Actually, we, we already have manufacturers locked in, but we're going to go again just to make sure that we, we're actually, we're, we're always trying to optimize. You know, that's the number one thing you want to do with any, I think, any e-commerce website, any e-commerce product is any way you can optimize, do it. Uh, you, you never know. Just like, you know, one store offers a product for $5 and the same a store across the street offers it for $4 and it's even better quality or the expiration dates, you know. It's farther out, something like that. And um, there's so many different manufacturers, especially for wallets, because everybody has a wallet. You know, I mean, even even females have wallets, and you need to explore your options because most expensive does not always mean highest quality, and vice versa. Well said. So, Seva, this gets us into our launch round. Where I'm going to rapid fire a few questions at you. You good to go? Absolutely. So, what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? I I. Going to college and going do, working for a finance company and, and realizing how much I don't like working nine to five for somebody else. If you could have a beer with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Uh, Tim Ferriss. Awesome. So what would you ask Tim? I would say, you know, 
uh, he has an amazing um, history of of just tracking his body and stuff. Like he he made kind of like a, a name for himself from tracking everything from his body, taking his glucose, whatever it is. It's it's uh, kind of its own little entrepreneurship in of itself. And I just say, what kind of gave him the idea to do that as at such a young age? Yeah, Tim's a huge fan of one of our other clients, the Chili Pad, in terms of the sleep technology. So uh, we we love Tim from the show. Seva, who did you look up to when you were growing up? I'd say my my father. He's also an entrepreneur, and he works very hard every single day. And um, yeah, what was the last book that you read? Book I would recommend just just about anybody, even if they're not an entrepreneur or e-commerce. It's called A Hundred Principles of Neuromarketing or something like that. I, I I try to read Audible audiobooks as much as I can. Just you know, wake up and read. It's called Brainfluence. A Hundred Ways. Uh, it's called Brainfluence. Basically, it's a hundred neuromarketing techniques. It it kind of gives you a quick overview of so many things that you already know about how people think and stuff like that. But it gives you science to back it and and a few other like great ideas that you're like, wow. So it's definitely a book I'd recommend to anybody. Boom! I just bought it off Amazon. Can't wait to read it. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, I you know we we want to keep producing great things, keep producing products that people use on a daily basis and anybody can use. But I think I really want to get into integrating software or something with software. I think software, it already is the future. It it is what it is now, but I think it just, it's the future, uh, at least for me. And uh, it's just, that's what the world is going to be surrounded by. So in speaking about the future, last question in the launch round, what does the future of crowdfunding look like? Future of crowdfunding. Well, as you see, you know, Indiegogo just implemented the um, equity crowdfunding. I think that's that's already huge and it's just going to get bigger. It's just going to get bigger. A lot of people talk about there's going to be soon no actual um, like salary for people. It's going to be everybody has a baseline salary. I forget what it's called, the, the term. But I think something like that is going to happen soon. Interesting. Seva, you've been great. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy a solar wallet. Well, uh, you know, the most frequently carried devices uh, every single day are your phone and wallet. And your phone obviously has evolved persistently over the, over the past years. And your wallet has stayed the same. Uh, you know, it's gotten a little slimmer. But with, with the technologies that we're integrating and keeping it slim, and um, tracking your your wallet, and obviously being able to charge your devices on the go, it's I think it's a huge huge breakthrough to make sure that while you all you have all those features, you're not really taking up any of your personal space. You can go to l-u-c-c-a-b-o-z-z-i dot com, uh, Luca Bozzi, and um, you'll see a, a link to our Kickstarter page. And thank you very much. Seva, you've been awesome. Audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, the full transcript, links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you again to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. Seva, thank you so much for being on Art of the Kickstart. Thanks, Roy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com iTunes. 
It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.